From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough. Now, you know, on Wednesday, sometimes we take a step back from the uh, top news of the day just to talk a little bit more about wellness and some of the things that uh, we do and the Fox News Medical All-Stars are usually with us and we are going to have some wellness stuff later in the show. But today's the first debate of the 2024 cycle and it's notable for who's there, it's notable for who's not there. It is going to be uh, one of the moments that people are going to look back in the campaign cycle and they're going to say was that a mistake that the former president didn't show up in Milwaukee when other some eight others uh, did. Uh, I believe personally there should be at least one more person that qualified that should be on the stage tonight. But uh, Ronna McDaniel hasn't answered my questions about Larry Elder just yet. But someone I thought, well, what better way then to get prepared for what we're going to see tonight than to go live uh, to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And there we will find a longtime friend, Brooke Singman, who you may know as the uh, morning breaking news voice that uh, you see on the Fox News, Fox and Friends early show and doing a great job. She's also one of the lead uh, writers for foxnews.com, handles most of the big cover stories for them, uh, particularly as it per- pertains to politics. Uh, but she's she's getting her sea legs on the TV side of things, too, and we're we're loving that. Brooke, it's good to have you back. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. Now, Thanks for you're going to be you're going to be in Milwaukee today. You're going to be in Iowa when the caucuses roll around. Girl, you better get used to some Midwest food. <laughs> that is for sure. I'm looking for some cheese curds here today, but I haven't quite found them yet. I will report back. Have me back on the show. I think you have to go a little further north into Wisconsin, like the Green Bay area, to really get the cheese yeah. curds. But listen, I was very excited to get off the plane yesterday and see those cheese head hats, which, you know, might not go with the outfit today, but <laughs> were pretty exciting to see yesterday. Yeah, the purple dress you had on this morning, I don't think it would match well with a with a cheese a cheese hat. <laughs> Hey, Probably not. You've been talking to the the camp uh, the campaigns for a while, uh, not just uh, on the ground in Milwaukee. You've already spoken with Vivek Ramaswamy, Tim Scott, and Ron DeSantis's people. What are those camps anticipating uh, trying to accomplish tonight? What are their goals? What are their aspirations? Yeah. So since I've been on the ground here, like I said, I got in yesterday, had the opportunity to catch up with South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, who told me he really wants to introduce himself to the American people as more than just the senator from South Carolina. But he told me he wants to be known as the candidate with the power of persuasion. He says he can convince the American people that he is the man for the job, you know, serving in the Senate. He's on the Senate Foreign Affairs Committee. He says he has a lot of knowledge about the threats that face this nation around the globe, specifically China. He says the most important thing that the United States needs to worry about in terms of a long-term existential threat would be China and making sure that we are able to go toe-to-toe with them. He said domestically, you know, what everyone needs to worry about here in the United States is just this culture of, he said, grievances. And he, he kind of said that everybody is just, you know, kind of feeling like they're victims. And he used a, a, the quote specifically, he said, was um, the greatest threat to us domestically is this culture of grievance that feels like quicksand sucking us all in. And it comes with a drug of victimhood and then narcotic of despair. Hmm. So, you know, he basically wants to tell the American people to toughen up and let's, you know, be Americans again. 
In terms of national threats, he says he's ready to combat the open southern border, which he says is taking uh, thousands of American lives just this year. So he's going to lay out his message. He doesn't plan to attack any of his opponents on the stage. Um, so that's what we'll see from Tim Scott today. I mean, right now, just so you know, he's getting ready for the debate by going to the gym and spending time with his family. Um, <laughs> so that was my conversation with Tim Scott. Now, what about Vivek and DeSantis? Because these are the two that are arguably in second place right now. In fact, in some polls, Vivek has passed DeSantis. DeSantis typically holds on to the second place in most of the polls. But is there going to be tension between those two camps tonight? You know, neither camp told me that they plan to have any tension. Um, But based on what we've been seeing. I mean, I would imagine you are going to be looking at that debate stage tonight with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis right in the center because he is polling number one in this um, in the polling the average that the RNC yes. is using. Yep. And then Vivek will be right alongside him. So, I mean, they're the front runners on stage tonight. Um, a DeSantis deputy campaign manager spoke to me yesterday and said, you know, they're really aware that this is a two person race. Um, and they expect that Ron DeSantis will be the number one target on the stage tonight because Donald Trump isn't there. When they say a two-person race, they're referring really to the former president, Donald Trump, and Ron DeSantis just because they are the front runners. Um, Trump leading DeSantis in all of these polls by, by you know, tens of, of points. So it's not super close, but we'll see how the polling um, reacts to by seeing just DeSantis on the stage tonight and not Trump. Um, in terms of Vivek, we talked about just what he plans to, to say tonight. And he kind of told me that he thinks that this debate, since it's his first, he said, you know, other candidates on the stage will, he believes he's the first that, or he's the only one that has never participated in a debate before. So he said that he feels like tonight might be a warm up for him. Um, he knows there will be other debates down the road in the coming months, but he's, he says he's ready to kind of identify this national identity crisis. And he posed this question to me. He said, this election and this GOP primary, it's really going to pose a question to the American voters. Do you want incremental reform from traditional Republican candidates or something of a revolution, he said. And he told me that he stands on that side of revolution. So we'll see what a revolution from uh, Mr. Ramaswamy looks like um, when he lays it out tonight and his policies and how he responds to, you know, maybe some attacks from his opponents or even just the questions from from our Fox News moderators. Yeah, there may be representatives of the Trump people, uh, at least in attendance in the crowd tonight. His presence not being there is going to be felt all the same. The only reason that Chris Christie's even in this race is to try to take Trump down. Um, what what is the impact of Trump not being there from what you've gathered thus far? I don't think we know yet. I mean, obviously, it will be interesting to see how many times these candidates bring up President Trump. How many times we hear the name Donald Trump tonight, even though he's not there. I mean, the president, the former president, rather, he obviously debated during 2016. He he stole the show in most of those debates and again in 2020 against Joe Biden. But I think the the thought process on the Trump campaign side was, why do I have to get up there? Um, But it'll be interesting to see if these candidates bring him up. This is their opportunity to introduce themselves. So if, in my view, if the candidates are only bringing up how, you know, the issue with a another possible Trump presidency or, or taking shots at him instead of using their their time to really lay out how they would lead this nation. I don't know. I don't know how that will play. But we'll my see. own prediction um, is that we're not going to see a lot of people besides maybe Pence and Christie bring him up. I, I think and DeSantis might, but I don't think he's really got any dog in the fight to do that. And the others, I think Vivek, especially and certainly Nikki Haley and some of the others, I think some of them would would love to say through the demonstration of their performance tonight, see, Mr. Trump, I might fit in your cabinet quite well. So we'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. But uh, Brooke Singman on the ground reporting for Fox News and checking in with her her good buddy, Kevin McCullough. Brooke, thank you for what you're doing. And we'll be watching Fox and Friends first tomorrow morning. Thanks, Kevin, so much. And be sure to check out Fox News Digital for all our live coverage here debate and and whatnot and enjoy the show tonight you got it all right that's live from milwaukee we're coming back from new york next stay here
need me to tell you how great it feels to lose weight. If you watch me on Salem News Channel, you may have noticed my 53 pounds of weight loss from PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition. What you need me to do is tell you how to do it, and this is the way. This is the only way that I found was effective, was long-lasting. I lost that stubborn, visceral belly fat. I was never hungry. I'm so proud to tell you about Dr. Ashley Lucas's program called PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition, and they're with you for life. They're going to give you the tools to not only take the weight off for the last time because you're going to keep it off. Uh, it's not the, the cheapest program out there. It's not the most expensive, but it is the best. It's based on science, data, use their food, yours, you, your, use your food, use a combination of both, but get started. When you're ready to make the call, here's their number, 864-644-1900. PhD Weight Loss, 864-644-1900, or schedule your appointment online, myphdweightloss.com, myphdweightloss.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right, Kevin McCullough, and uh, always eager to speak with my friend, uh, Mike Connors. Connors & Sullivan is the law firm, and uh, we get real questions to real answers from Mike every single week. Mike, this week's question comes from Mark in the Tri-State. He said, when I die, I want my funeral and burial to be what I want and not what my son and daughter-in-law want. How can I make sure of this, Mike Connors? Yeah, well, the first thing he can do is go to a funeral director, make his prearrangements. He can pay for it. And, you know, those prearrangements where you make the payments of funeral director, they're insured by the state of New York. So, you know, there's no possibility of loss financially, whatever, if the funeral director goes out of business. So that would be one. And then two, he can put the arrangements in his will. But the thing is, if he's leaving it to his children and children don't care, they don't necessarily have to follow that. So the best thing would be in this case to make the arrangements with the funeral director, pay for it. If they want, he can make it irrevocable so the children can change it at a later time. That seems pretty simple, um, but sometimes the answer to these things um, is, and that's why the good people at Connors and Sullivan are always ready to help you, friend, no matter what your question is. Uh, and Mike uh, Connors is ready to answer some of your questions, not only here with me each week, but also on his own broadcast, which is 8 a.m. Saturday mornings on AM 570 uh, and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA, and also Sunday mornings at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. You can send those questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com, askmikeconnors at gmail.com. And you really should give a call to their offices and uh, make sure your plans are in place. 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Mike Connors, we always appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Mike Gallagher explains today's America. I have to believe even, even some people on the left are starting to wake up and realize the miserable condition of the United States. Our culture is in an undeniable state of freefall. I mean, my gosh, every tradition, everything that used to be so great about this country, they have torn down. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, it's a Wellness Wednesday, and always thrilled to have the uh, Fox News Medical All-Star team join us uh, here at the microphone. Uh, and Dr. Marty McCary is back with us. Uh, he's uh, We've had many, many very uh, enlight enlightening, uh, enlightening conversations uh, with Dr. McCary because he's been one of the few voices that has uh, been able to speak kind of the unvarnished truth about a lot of what our public health organizations have had to say over the last three years. And he's not going away. He's still he's still saying the things that need to be said. Marty, always good to have you with us. Thanks for being back. Good to be with you, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about uh, this. You, you put on your Twitter feed uh, a publication uh, that was recently uh, produced showing that university booster mandates resulted in net harm now when it comes to 
vaccines in general, you you know that there's already kind of a a group of what we would call hesitancy, uh, you know, adapters uh, in general. And I think the COVID experience for that section of the population certainly very much uh, kind of reinforced this idea that I don't know if I should trust vaccines. Does your study go further in kind of giving that side some things to think about? Well, unfortunately, the medical establishment has made vaccinations an all or nothing game and they either you know you agree to an average five-year-old girl getting 77 vaccine doses in her average lifetime or you don't believe in any vaccines and you're an anti-vaxxer and that is the sort of intellectual dishonesty of public health leaders and most of the medical establishment that is the medical elites were part of this. They, they generally felt like the American public was too stupid to understand natural immunity. Those who are at ultra low risk and may not need vaccination or a full two dose, three dose schedule. And so there's really this long history of medical paternalism that we see, see came out with this sort of vaccine recommendation. So what we did is we did the proper risk benefit analysis. We looked at booster mandates in young, healthy people and in college students. And what we found is that because of the real world risk of myocarditis and because of the lack of any benefit that is appreciable beyond a very negligible low level, the overall calculus shows that there is a greater net harm than there is benefit from boosting young, healthy people. Young people who should get the booster are those with special medical conditions and risk factors who have not already had COVID. That should be the recommendation, not just an all or nothing strategy. So we did the paper, a group of scientists, Tracy Tracy Beth uh, Hogue and many prominent uh, scientists from around the country, public health experts. And that's what we showed in our paper published in BMJ. Now, the big journals didn't want to publish it. The big New England Journal of Medicine, you know, it's a very close circle of a few elite doctors in Massachusetts. Uh, the Journal of the American Medical Association, which is telling everyone what pronouns to use, they did not take it. Why? Because it didn't fit their narrative. It was a very elegant calculation. Many of us have published in all the big journals before COVID, but during COVID, they just didn't want to hear it. Okay, so... <laughs> And this brings us right back to the same problem that people had while going through COVID and having questions. It seems as though now you've gone, though, from just people that had questions to people that have data that seems to imply that what we're being sold is not worthy of of its price. And you're still getting the elite like boot. like kicking you down the ladder. I mean, Dr. McCary, this is, I've said this with all of you guys from Fox. I think the biggest, besides the, just the loss of people and human, human life from COVID, I think that the next biggest loss for the American people in all of this is that we don't really think that our big health institutions are worth trusting anymore. They have zero public credibility when it comes to what they're telling us because of the way the elite big medical is, is going about this. Well, we're trying hard to speak the language of data, and they don't really want to talk that language. So when they push boosters in a um, young, healthy 19-year-old male at a college campus who's already had COVID and already got the primary vaccine series, what is the number when we talk about risk? What is that number of the incidence of myocarditis? And what is the number of the clinical benefit from the vaccine? If you put those numbers side to side, it clearly shows a net harm in that population. They don't want to talk numbers. They just want to talk dogma. And so we've, you know, what blows me away, Kevin, is we have smart people all across the medical profession who didn't say a word. They decided they're going to tweet about their mentor. They're going to tweet about their friend. They're going to tweet about, you know, they saw an interesting flower and here's a picture or I'm having dinner. Here's what my dinner looks like. And on the big issues, the large controversies, they decided just to sit it out and just show their political badge by showing allegiance 
to the Democrat sort of public health establishment and not talk about it. So when you talk about data, when you talk with, with real numbers and data, the booster requirement at universities falls apart. That entire argument falls apart. Well, and this is this is why, as, as you have the courage to speak up and to say, well, wait, the science actually points in a different direction. This is why the American people are increasingly uh, less capable. So let me ask you this. With all the work that you've done, and this is just one study that you've you've participated in. I know you've been busy actively looking at a whole range of outcomes from COVID and what we've experienced. If there were to be another serious pandemic that hit within the near future, what's the impact of all of this kind of untrustworthy handling that that big big medicine has had? to the everyday Americans like me and my family who are trying to figure out what to do at the moment in time when it is really serious. <laughs> well, I'm, we're, I don't think we're in very good shape right now as a country because people are not going to trust public health when public health is right in the future. And they may very well be right in the future. We may get new public health leaders. And so um, right now, instead of saying, hey, tell me about the science, it's instead they're saying, I'm with this guy who's with this political allegiance, and I got to support this guy because he's against that guy who's a political opponent. And it's just groupthink. What it's I don't like, hear in any of that is what's good for me from a health medicine standpoint. <laughs> right. Right. And look, we're going to have another pandemic. Absolutely. I mean, look in our, in our, in one generation. We've had polio, H1N3, Zika, MERS, Ebola, SARS. I mean, COVID-19. I mean, that's just one living generation. We've seen all of those. And so we're absolutely going to see more pandemics. I, I worry at this point that we're just going to have political allegiances determine things. Yeah. I mean, when you have a ministry of truth in the government tell you what's true and not true, they don't get it right very often. Yeah, well, and sadly, that's the uh, that's the lesson of countries that have employed such tactics. We're speaking with Dr. Marty McCary. Uh, you see him on Fox News. He's one of their uh, medical all-stars. Uh, we are so honored that he participates here with us for Wellness Wednesday on a regular basis. And if you want to read the study that he has cited, uh, they've just published it. And you can go to his uh, Twitter uh, handle and uh, find a copy of it there, uh, at Marty McCary, M-A-K-A-R-Y, Marty McCary. And uh, you can uh, you can check it there. Uh, we're coming right back with more Wellness Wednesday. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Rudy Giuliani has surrendered to authorities in Georgia to face an indictment alleging he acted as former President Trump's chief co-conspirator in a plot to subvert the 2020 election. The former New York City mayor is charged with Trump and 17 other people under Georgia's Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. Tropical Storm Franklin is unleashing heavy floods and landslides in the Dominican Republic after making landfall in the country's southern region. The Civil Defense Agency said the storm killed one person on Wednesday. The storm began to slowly spin away from the island of Hispaniola that the Dominican Republic shares with Haiti after dumping heavy rain for several hours. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 184 points. The Nasdaq rose 215. The S&P 500 advanced 48. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Want more AM 970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 Fan Club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour. Weeknights at 6 
on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. You know when you start up a motorcycle and you hear it go, vroom, 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 when it takes off. I was losing that. I was losing my energy. I started using Balance of Nature about a year and a half ago. Noticed the results immediately, and I went, oh my gosh, this works. This is what I've been missing all my life. <laughs> I missed my vava voom. I got it back. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code ANSWER. On my pillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million my pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the my pillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their my pillows, queen size my pillows. Regular price is 69.98, now only 19.98 and just $10 more for king size. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for only 19.98 or call Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P. In addition to the special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. So glad to have you back. On Wednesdays, we like to focus on wellness. We like to give you some tangible, hands-on things to think about and talk about and learn from so that you can have a better sense of who you are, a better sense of life, a better sense of wellness in your own experience. So thankful that uh, Balance of Nature and Dr. Douglas Howard and the team there sponsor this segment uh, every uh, week. And Dr. Marty McCary rejoins us from the Fox News Medical All-Star team. Uh, Dr. McCary, a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, there was a major study done on the impact of social media and the addiction that it is creating within our young people's experiences and lives. And I'm I'm wanting to know, I've looked at it from a few different standpoints, and certainly as a parent, I have a, an opinion of certain things. But from a medical standpoint, what did we learn and what were the takeaways that you understood from it? Well, this was a good report. It brought attention to social media addiction as a health problem. You've got one third of girls in America now. They say that they're on social media constantly, almost every waking minute that they're not in class or doing something else. They are saying we're addicted to social media. A third of girls in the United States, they're basically crying out for help. They don't like it. We see these mental health problems, anxiety and depression are up uh, proportional to social media use. That's what the Surgeon General report found. And so we've got to do something. Now, 95% of kids are, they say they're constantly on social media. What about the other 5%? In the situation of the other 5%, the parents have said, you know what? We don't have to do this. This is a free country. Just because everyone's doing it doesn't mean we have to give our kids smartphones. My sister chose not to give her kids who are just before teenage years now a smartphone. And so guess what the kids are doing? They're reading books, they're out there playing sports, they're interacting with other kids. They have great interpersonal skills. So I would encourage parents to recognize you don't have to give your kid a smartphone. You don't have to just surrender and say, well, that's kids are kids and they have to do this. Same with added sugar in diets. You don't have to do it. You know, there's an old um, adage, everything in moderation. You've heard that before. Oh, yeah. 
it's not true for cocaine. It's not true for certain <laughs> highly addictive substances. So, look, if the kids are already addicted, you got to talk about limits and what's appropriate to post or not post. But if the kid is not yet addicted, don't feel like you have to give them these tools to become addicted. You don't. Yeah. Well, I know in our house, what we have done is, and my oldest is in uh, seventh grade, he'll be eighth grade in the fall. Um, he has a phone that makes actual phone calls, Dr. McCary. I'm not sure if you are aware of such things, but they actually do create cell phones that can just make phone calls and receive text messages like from parents and they don't have to do anything else uh, on them. And it's a, sometimes it's a, a point of annoyance with him uh, when it comes to you know, maybe some ribbing that he gets from his friends or whatever. But at the end of the day, I think we have saved several years of his life by not just letting him have free access to the web and particularly uh, social media uh, on his first phone. And that's going to be the way we do it for the for the other two who are much younger than him and are already giving us beef about why they can't have, you know, uh, Snapchat accounts. Uh, but I just feel like they're just too young and too immature to be able to handle it. Well, I'll tell you, I've got a cousin who runs weekend seminars on fatherhood. When fatherhood falls apart, that is sort of the beginning of disintegration in society. That's sort of one of the early surrogate indicators of things not going well. Hmm. Kids want your time. They don't want your money. They want your time. And that means they want time with their father, with their mother. They want loving relationships. They want to be close to people, whoever is there to love them. And so if we say, hey, I don't want to spend time with my kids. Let me give them a device. You're giving them a highly addictive substance that's going to have down downstream repercussions. And we're seeing it already with eating disorders, with um, sniffing paint and all kinds of behaviors that kids learn about on Instagram, yeah, on yeah. social media. Otherwise, they don't know about it. TikTok and the rest. I, I remember when the Tide Pod Challenge was uh, going around and we actually had to have a conversation at the dinner table of, a few weeks ago of like, look, if somebody from school says you should eat a detergent pod, j like, it would, how do we respond to that? <laughs> like, they're like, gross, that's gross. Yeah, but, but some kids don't think that way. And so we, you know, and it just breaks my heart when I go take the family to brunch on Sunday or whatever and I see, you know, a couple of tables over every kid at the table with an iPad or an iPhone in front of them and the and the adults having their own conversation. I'm like, no, that's not where it's at. You got you to get back to, you know, face-to-face -face time. But anyway, we, hopefully we will live and learn. Dr. McCary, we always appreciate your insights on Wellness Wednesday. Thanks for being here. Uh, good to be with you, Kevin. Thanks you so much. It. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates if you run or manage a local business today you're challenged like never before we get it and we want to help we're salem surround and when it comes to marketing consider us your personal move you forward company in a recent study we found that 53 percent of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing implementing and managing their marketing needs and that's where salem surround truly shines we're a full service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? 
because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca or Tom. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. I'm Ferenc Toth, host of the Your Personal Bank Show. I use common sense as an entrepreneur, financial literacy educator, and speaker to understand how current events affect our money, economy, and our freedom. Grow your money safely, reduce taxes, increase returns, and create positive arbitrage with your personal bank. Tune in to the Your Personal Bank Show Saturdays at 4 p.m. or contact Ferentz at yourpersonalbank.com. The Your Personal Bank Show Saturdays at 4 p.m. Visit Dennis Prager. Sign up today for an unforgettable experience in Israel this October. Mike Gallagher and I are traveling to the Holy Land on the Stand with Israel tour with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. This trip of a lifetime to Israel is one you don't want to miss. Register today before it's too late at Stand with Israel Tour. Dot com, StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Everybody loves my baby, but my baby Radio Night Live. Once again, Kevin McCullough, proudly powered by the fruits and veggies of Balance of Nature. Well, couldn't be happier than to have you with us. I love this segment because what we get to do is we get to really do something practical to help you. And I'm hoping that that's how you understand it. Every day we try to do something, whether it's dealing with your money or how to be a better parent or talk about wellness. And Dr. Douglas Howard, the originator of uh, fruits and veggies, the thing I am powered by, not just this segment, all of Kevin's life is powered by. And, Doc, I know it works because my three ankle biters, they all came home with the junk that the public, that the uh, schoolmates felt free to give them this week. So they all came home with the, and, the and, the and so they've all been upstairs in bed like all day today. Uh, but here we are. Uh, I'm strong and, you know, going as fast and as hard as ever. And I think it's the uh, balance of nature working in my system, keeping me healthy. Uh, yeah. Doc, I thought of call, you. You know what? Call a health coach and they will walk you through it because we have children, hundreds, thousands of children that take it every day. And awesome. every single, you know, I have I have 23 grandchildren. Every single one of them take it either through breast milk or through eating it themselves from very, from from their first food. In fact, most of my grandchildren it's the first food they ever eat. Wow, I, I think if I had started at that age, I would have been in better shape. But uh, we're, we're we haven't crossed the great divide just yet. But we'll get there. I'll call the health coach. Hey, I thought of you when I saw this headline. The newfoodeconomy.org website has uh, a piece up says if food is medicine, why isn't it taught at medical schools? Students in medical schools across the country now spend less less than one percent of all lecture time while they're in med school learning about diet. And Doc, when I told you that statistic. You said, "Oh, it's not even one percent." Explain. Oh no! In fact, and, and this is this is an increase. By the way, they get more now than ever before. There's a few medical schools out there that'll give a few more hours, but let me explain what hours. The average is between three and five hours of of lecture on nutrition in their whole time in medical school. For your now, entire now degree. Yeah, and most people, let me explain, most people think, oh, well, that's three credit hours or five credit hours, okay. No, 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 no. I mean three hours, three physical hours to five hours. That's it. That's it. And everybody thinks that they're going to go in there and, and get this professional opinion. But here's the sad, sad part to me, is a doctor's education is awesome. In, in cellular biology. It is just, it's phenomenal. It's excellent and exciting. 
And then they drop the ball in making that bridge from cellular biology over to nutrition. You talk about it, but you never do talk about applying it. That's the problem. Oh. Because here's what people don't realize. Our bodies are fantastic chemical laboratories. That's what we are. Every single reaction in your body, whether you see something, smell something, feel something, I don't care what it is, voluntary or involuntarily in your body, it's a chemical reaction. And so everything that we talk about, nutrition is just chemistry. And so this is how I teach my patients. There's good chemistry and there's bad chemistry. There's chemistry that causes stress on your body and there's chemistry that fixes things. Right. Well, nutrition is good chemistry. And so the opposite side of that, what do you think? Oh, I can use this. I think I don't think they exist anymore. What do you think a Twinkie is? Bad chemistry. Bad chemistry. <laughs> that's right. I mean, it's still chemistry. Right. And that's why calories in and calories out just doesn't cut it anymore. And, and, and people who, who understand that at all then teach this and understand that it's, all calories are not equal, for example. All right. chemistry is not equal either. So back to what you were saying here, though, what's amazing is people go to doctors expecting to get that advice. They don't even study it. There's only a handful, and if you go, if a doctor is going to get that, then they've gone out there on, gone out there on their own and gotten it. Right. And so ask your doctor how do they feel about nutrition, because if they don't give it much credit, they're not thinking it through, and that or maybe the, haven't been trained uh, well on it. That, In that's fact, what I mean, this they're just report, not thinking it through. This report came from the Harvard Food Law and Policy Clinic, uh, and they say that in that, uh, that now only, f and, you, and then as you said, this is better than it's ever been in the past, but at present, only 14% of doctors feel even qualified to offer some nutritional advice. Only 14%. 14%. So that's like barely one out of 10 is going to be able to address your diet and some of the things that you need to do from that perspective. Well, even when, even then, nutrition is an elective that some people, some you know, a doctor could choose. One to five percent ever choose that as an elective to learn any more. Wow. One out of a hundred, up to maybe in a good school, five out of a hundred, choose to even learn more about it. And here's here's what the studies show, though. This is very important. That the doctors with expertise in nutrition. They're more likely to spot the diet-related issues earlier in a patient's prognosis. But I'm here to tell you also that most disease, most dis-ease is in some way nutritionally related. I'm yeah. not saying it's always the cause, but I'm saying 99.9% .9 of the time, I don't care what it is, cancer or anything else, there is a nutritional relation. One of their final uh, conclusions is that poor diet uh, continues to be one of the biggest contributors to not only chronic disease but mortality as well and, sa and is said to kill one in five Americans every year. So Now, let, let me explain, too, because not everybody understands what mortality is versus right. morbidity. But it's the, okay, it's the biggest contributor to chronic disease, which is morbidity. So it's the biggest, so, so poor diet is the biggest contributor to morbidity or chronic disease and mortality, which is death. <laughs> right. Poor diet continues to be one of the biggest contributors to death in the U.S., killing one in five Americans every year. Yeah. Well, and one of the ways you can uh, reverse all of that, friends, is by getting on fruits and veggies. Call them today and get a health coach and start asking questions. That is the best way to start your journey. And right now, Dr. Howard still has the health challenge in place. You're going to get 35% off. You're going to get free shipping. Uh, but this, this special could go away at any time. 800-246-8751. 1-800-246-8751. And call them today and say, I want to know more about what I need to do to uh, get my uh, diet and intake on the right track doc so much to talk about we were going to hit on uh, breakfast cereal we'll have to do that next time but uh, thanks I just, for being I, here i do just want to say really quick we hammered medicine pretty hard today i love medicine <laughs> i love doctors i love treating i just think the patient needs to take more responsibility you have to take responsibility for your health ask your doctors these questions the more you do the more they'll want to learn it thanks that's awesome no no worries great great addendum 800-246-8751 Kevin McCullough coming back. Stay with us.
Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in. Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, important weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio for the new cars being manufactured, and we can't let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want to support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to keep you in your car. This is your opportunity to stand up and be heard. You could text AM to 52886. That's AM to 52886 to tell Congress to support AM radio. That is text AM to 52886. I can tell you personally, defending AM radio is so important. Tell Congress to support AM radio. That's AM to 52886. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home lifting the financial burden. As his loved ones mourn the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's T, the number two, T. Dot org. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, final few moments. And, of course, uh, tonight's going to be a big night. Uh, and I just want to make a note of a couple of resources for you uh, tomorrow, all day long on uh, the Salem radio station here in New York City, AM 970, The Answer. You'll get analysis of what the uh, candidates said and how it went last night. Uh, that will be something that they will feature. And if you happen to live outside of the New York area, you can listen to AM 970, The Answer right online at am970theanswer.com. You can also uh, check out Salem News Channel, uh, which is available at salemnewschannel.com or download the app for your uh, devices uh, from your Apple or Android store as they have that there. But in either place, you're going to get lots of analysis of what the candidates said and how the president fared in his sit down with Tucker Carlson, which supposedly uh, happens live opposite the debate. Um, and, you know, compare and contrast. Very interesting. Uh, just final note here. Uh, you Yahoo News and YouGov just released a new poll just just a few minutes ago, actually, before we were on the air. And it said that um, in all of the um, kind of chaos of the last couple of weeks, and there's certainly been plenty, um, that it looks like that the former president has increased his lead uh, in this new Yahoo News YouGov poll. Um, president Trump is at 52 percent 
to Ron DeSantis's 12% to Vivek Ramaswamy's 8%. In another poll, uh, DeSantis and Ramaswamy are tied uh, for second place. And in a couple of other polls, uh, Ramaswamy has a one-point lead on DeSantis. So it's it's very interesting to see how all of this is shaking out. And I kind of wonder what I said to Brooke Singman at the beginning of the show. Um, I kind of wonder if tonight's going to be more. This is how I'm going to watch tonight to see if it's more of an audition to be part of Trump's cabinet than it is to actually run against the former president. Um, Whatever the case on this Wellness Wednesday, we want to make sure that our country is whole, our country is well. And I hope that you're taking very seriously uh, the options that you're given for the presidential race for 2024 and that you're evaluating the claims of the candidates and that you vote your conscience. Uh, that's all we can ask of our fellow citizens, that you just do the best that you can and make an informed decision. Don't make a, an uninformed decision. Uninformed votes are very, very damaging. If you don't know what the voter, if you, what the candidate actually stands for, you really shouldn't vote for them. Um, you should only cast a vote if you understand what they are about. And uh, hopefully we will have uh, lots of Americans doing that for the right reasons coming up this next year. Now, tomorrow night, uh, we might have some uh, very interesting um, uh, analysis of this. If you, if you uh, listen to us on Legal Night, Imran Ansari will join me on AM 970, The Answer in New York City. Uh, and of course, on my regular show, uh, Kevin McCullough Radio, 3 o'clock every afternoon on AM 570, uh, the mission, I will be uh, uh, tackling some of this as well. Uh, Sean Spicer is scheduled to be with me, former press secretary for former President Trump. So it should be some of the uh, uh, analysis that you'll get tomorrow. All right, Kevin McCullough, have a great one. We'll see you next time. <laughs>